This is Curated Vibes. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all those who have tuned in to this episode of Curated Vibes. As always, I am your host, Yez, and you know the vibes. And as always, we're going to start off this episode by tuning in to what our blues and our shines are. Now, my blue, thank God, thank the universe, thank Buddha, Allah, and everyone out there. Thank my grandmother, my parents, thank everyone. My blues are none. I have no blues, once again, because the universe has been so great to me. And my parents have been so great to me. Because I have a new puppy in my life. My very first dog. The only dog I've ever properly owned. I've watched after a lot of people's dogs. I've definitely taken care of my dogs when they would... Well, I would take care of my tenant's dogs when they would go on vacation. Um, I would walk them all the time. Hang out with them. Just chill with them. And now I have my own dog. And this isn't like something new. Something I've always just you know wanted on a whim this is something i've thought about my whole life we've always had cats i've always known cats i've always had cats um and i i do enjoy cats i do like cats one day i would like to have my own um, hairless cat but those are very specific like purebred cats so those are a little more hard to come find than just like you know a regular orange cat that you can get from the well, the regular orange cat that you can get from the shelter, which is fine. I adopt a lot of cats over the years, especially orange cats, which more people should adopt because orange cats are more, um, they're more, well, they're more able to catch things like diseases. It's something in their DNA, which I believe. And my cat, when I was younger, he just got sick very quickly. And when they get sick, they get really sick. But they are the kinds of cat that come with a lot of health problems, but they have a lot of love and all pets deserve to have love and actual love, not just being used for some Ponzi scheme or trying to like scheme people out of like a couple of hundred bucks, actual love. So do not use animals to just get money, please. And thank you. But overall, I couldn't ask for more. The universe has blessed me in this past week by allowing me to secure my space, to bring in positive energy I've always wanted, such as my dog, and just being even more centered and grounded than I was this time last year. This time last year, I had a very similar start to the year for 2021, but then that just kind of snowballed into a very annoying mental space that thankfully I'm no longer in. Thankfully, I eventually got out, um, and now I'm just going to bring in that good energy that we're going to continue from here. Now, today's episode, if you didn't read the title, don't know how you couldn't, you wouldn't be here if you didn't, is Roses for the Pain. And we're only going to touch on part one of this episode. This is a two-part episode because I'm going to touch on different things and how we max our pain by giving them roses. You make something that is terrible look pretty, it definitely makes how others see you look different and how others perceive your world to look different. And sometimes that's better than addressing it, but we shouldn't do that 
but I'm just going to talk about how we do it in different ways that may or may not be a little bit healthy via the things we watch, the creators we follow, or the kind of actions we take in our day-to-day life to just be what the world wants us to be or what our family is going to be. But for part one, I'm going to focus on just my interaction with black and POC creatives such as Amanda Seal and the comedy duo Diza Samaro. And for part two, I'm going to review the roses for the pain of the main character of Up, Up and Away, which is a 2000 Disney Channel movie specially made for Disney Channel, starring one of my favorite actors who was also in the Five Heartbeats and the lead actor in Meteor Man. I can't wait for everyone to tune in for part two because I'll really have the ability to showcase my love for Robert Townsend, a classic black actor seen in so many 90s and early 2000 films, especially such as The Meteor Man, The Five Heartbeats, Up, Up and Away, and many more other things like Babs alongside Halle Berry of Boys and Men and my favorite Undercover Brother. No one can forget Undercover Brother, one of the most hilarious movies of all time in terms of me. It's in my top 10, top 100, but top 10, definitely worth a see. But before that, we're just going to get into our black gems. Annie Lee Cooper, born 1910, died 2010. The Selma, Alabama native played a critical part in the 1965 Selma voting rights movement. But it wasn't until Oprah played her in 2014 Oscar-nominated film Selma that people really took a notice to Cooper's activism. She is remembered for punching Alabama Sheriff Jim Clark in the face, but she really deserves to be celebrated for fighting to restore and protect voting rights in Alabama. Dorothy Heights born 1912, died 2010. Hailed the godmother of the women's movement, Heights used her background in education and social work to advance women's rights. She was a leader in the Young Women's Christian Association and the president of the National Council of Negro Women for more than 40 years. She was also among the few women present in the 1963 March on Washington where Dr. King delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. And last but not least, Gordon Parks, born 1912, died 2006. Parks was the first African-American on the staff of Life magazine, and later he would be responsible for some of the most beautiful imagery to grace the pages of Vogue. He was also the first black director of a major film that would later be known as Shaft, helping to shape the black exploitation era of the 1970s. Parks famously told Life magazine in 1999, I saw that the camera could be a weapon against poverty, against racism, and against all sorts of social wrongs. I knew at that point I had to have a camera. And so began the career of Gordon Parks. As always, our black gems are nothing but gems but so are you, my beautiful tribe. Being a gem doesn't always have to mean being the greatest in the room or doing what no one has ever done before. It just means following your heart and doing what you feel is right. Just like our black gems for this episode. 
just like our black gems all of February. Now let's tune into this episode. And we're going to start off this episode by tuning in first with my girl, my love, my soul sister. She doesn't even know it. I hope to meet her one day, Amanda Seals. Now Amanda Seals is a black icon in her own right. Amanda Seals is also formally known by her stage name, Amanda Diva. And she's an American comedian and actress best known for her parts in shows such as My Brother and Me from Nickelodeon in the early 90s, Insecure, and Get Your Life. Before I knew Amanda the actress, I knew Amanda Seals, the podcast host of her own show titled Small Doses, which is also the title of her book that goes in collaborations to this show that I think everyone should take a part of. It's such a good book. She's such a good show. It's such a good book. She has such good advice and it's such a good show to just listen to in the background or really just pay attention to the conversation. It really makes you think about what are my ideas and what is my stance. And if you don't know, one thing I loved about listening to her during the pandemic is she helped me clarify what I was already feeling. And for a lot of people, you don't need that. But sometimes you just need to hear what other people are thinking in their own heads to be, or to see that I'm feeling the same way. And in COVID, I needed something to really just break down what I was feeling, not even break down what was going on in the world. I just needed to understand where this was coming from, how this was affecting me, and how I was going to get through this, or at least how other people were going to get through this, so I can start to formulate my own version of that plan for myself. Now, another podcast that is all female-led that comes from us by Refinery is the Go Off Sis podcast, which is a podcast hosted by Black women that specifically work at Refinery, but then just as a being, as a unit, as a sisterhood. I love to listen to them so much because it's just four beautiful voices coming together and just making sense of their lives and just stating in their truth of who they are, who they're going to be, and just formulating a plan together. Something I love that Amanda does when she has on guests is she just breaks down what they're about, who they are, but not in a way that's like, I'm trying to figure out who you are and I did no research. Amanda Seals does her research. She does her fact checking. And if she doesn't know, she asks a question, which is also something we've all got to get back into. It's okay to ask a question. In 2022, don't apologize for asking questions. Don't apologize for not knowing something. A lot of us didn't want to know a lot of things at a certain point of our life, so we pushed those things back. But now we got to move forward. So that means just being honest with ourselves that we don't know everything, and that's okay. But one amazing thing that Amanda Seal does, and so does the Go Off Sis podcast does, they have a conversation and they break down their own personal views. And that's something we don't do too often. And I'm not here to tell you you should go watch these shows and that you should totally do a deeper even dive. I would love if someone would do a deeper dive than I am today. But during the pandemic, I just devoured even more of her content because Amanda Seals has so many opinions that are very aligned with my own. 
simply because I've thought them in the back of my mind and thought, wow, who else is thinking that? Because when you think of an idea, whether you think it's terrible or great, you think to yourself, is anyone else thinking this? And if they are, are they gonna feel the same way? Because just because you have the same thought doesn't mean you're gonna think the same thing, which is fine. We gotta learn to disagree and agree at the same time nowadays. Agree to disagree. That's all we need to say. Agree to disagree. It's gonna be okay. Overall, both podcasts, especially Amanda Seal, they're just fun to listen to. They're fun to listen to. They're real to listen to. And I felt like I was getting closer to a more, well, I felt like I was understanding myself more and more. Because when you don't know or how to identify certain things for the first time, like I've been depressed in my life, but I never really understood how to identify those things. And because of that, sometimes having someone explain what they're going through or what that looks like for them reflects a lot of what you're going through. So listening to that was a real help. But something I also loved listening to all of these women in general was their voices. Like many of them, I love the chief, well, the original woman who voiced the chief from Carmen Sandiego. Lynn Thickpen, who also is a beautiful black gem, is best known for her work in things like Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego as the Chief, as long as, along with her parts in things like Lean on Me and The Warriors. I was introduced to her from specifically The Warriors as the narrator, or should I say, the radio personality in the Warriors that was telling all the different gangs across New York City, the movements of the Warriors, of people who were tuning into her and telling her where they were and giving her updates. And something I love about all Black women are the tones of their voices. I love a smooth, serious tone, but I also love a tone that is playful and joyful. And one thing I love about Amanda's tone in particular, that it's serious and strong, but also sensitive and real. And it reminds me a lot when I'm talking to my mother or when I'm talking to my aunt. It reminds me of home and so much that I'm used to. And I'm used to strong women who have strong voices. I'm not used to soft tone voices. And those things are fine for women who do have those things, but I personally don't. I didn't grow up with women with soft tones, even the ones who scream, they never had soft tones. So soft tones in the voice that are just natural, I don't know anything about. And during the pandemic, Amanda Seals had me tuned in every week, every time, never missing an episode. I was there all the time and I couldn't wait to have an update. I was like, girl, what's going on? When she was telling us about her dog and getting her journey and training the dog and just getting new furniture and just being okay with the new world order and just finding her place inside and outside when we were all trying to still figure out what was going on and where we're gonna be six months from now because of the pandemic. But overall, Amanda Seals is just a lovely time. She's well-educated, well-versed in the things she talks about, the people she brings on to her platform to discuss and have conversations with, also well-versed in the things they're talking about. No one is ever truly centered or knows who they are, who they're gonna be today, tomorrow, or in that moment. And that's something she's very honest about and something I love to hear because so many people do believe that they are the best 
and they emphasize that, which is perfectly fine. But when you do it all the time, it's unnecessary. And then at times, it starts to cheapen the gold. All I'm saying is don't cheapen your shine to impress others. Simply be yourself and you'll be the brightest piece of gold you've ever been. Getting into gold, the brand is strong. Coming in strong with two of my favorite late night hosts. Well, my favorite late night hosts, Stephen Colbert, don't even compare. And I love him so much. I love Trevor Noah, but he's a daily show. Love him so much, but still. Deez and Mero, the brand are strong. I'm with the hive, my guy. I'm not from the Bronx, I'm from Brooklyn, but I love the New York City energy, just on late night, doing a thing, and just being a dope ass duo. Because we all have that one friend where we can just bounce off things of them or just jokes and just have a really good time with them no matter what. For Deezus and Mero, it's me and Dana. Yays and Dana are always on the point. I can call Dana with like a rap I thought two minutes ago and she immediately be on the same flow as I am. And I'm just like, yes, Dana, you already are hitting my wavelength from across whatever space and time continuum you are at right now. And I support you and shout out to Dana because she is, she's my Jesus to my marrow. I truly am like a split between them because I myself am also a Taurus. So I love the Taurus energy, especially during May season. I love to see them just be themselves and just go off fam. Just do you, just do you. When it's Taurus season, it's Taurus season. Cause we be outside, we be outside, but we also be inside when the time is right. We be inside when the time is right. I take my inside time during the winter because of my hibernating season. Now, for all of you who don't know, Deezus and Mara are a comedy duo from America, hosting their own show on titled Deezus and Mara. The comedians go by their nicknames, Deezus Nice and The Kid Mara, which you should follow on Twitter. They're really funny and they keep that same energy everywhere. So you don't have to expect anything different and you'll always get the joke. Now, the two met decades prior to their fame in the Bronx, specifically in public school. But then as the years went on, of course, you grow apart. But they met again up years later and created a podcast called The Bodega Boys, which sprung their careers on different platforms, such as Viceland, which led them to getting their late night show. Now, for all those who don't know, Deezus and Mara are a comedy duo from the U.S., hosting their own show titled Deezus and Mara by Deezus Nice and the Kid Mara. Everyone should go follow them on Twitter and Instagram, specifically Twitter, because they're really funny. And just seeing their tweets is like kind of having a conversation with them already. And you'll have the same feeling when you watch their show and when you listen to their podcast. It's like just listening to a conversation of two people who are really, really close and know each other so much that's just like they're symbiotic. You don't even know what's going to happen next, but you love it to watch. You love to watch it so much because you're just like, they're so in sync. They're so connected. You're like, yo, that's me and my friends. When me and my friends go out, that's me and them. That's me and Dana all the time. But I'm Mero and she's Jesus. But we're we're both a bit of a Mero and we're both a bit of a Jesus. But I'm a Mero with no kids. Unless you count my dog, but my dog's not a kid, so you know. But before the fame, the two met decades prior in public school. 
They became friends, but as all kids do, they grew apart and went their separate ways until they met again later in life via Twitter and formed their podcast called The Bodega Boys. Prior to the pandemic, I had started to really get into their content. I'd heard about them, but I never really paid attention as I did to other people or to other podcast in general until I went away to college and needed something to listen to outside of music. I really just wanted to change up what was coming through my headphones instead of just a constant song playing or a kind of ambiance in the background. I wanted something more that would stimulate the part of me that needed to talk. And to have someone talk, allowing me to laugh while I just work is always the best and it really just keeps me going. And during the pandemic, even now, the two of them just enjoying each other's company and making jokes or doing stuff to make each other laugh on their show, on their podcast, is really just great to watch. I love to really spend my mornings in an early morning smoke, just getting back into their old Viceland content because even though they're on Showtime now and I do watch their show there too, I'm a big supporter, big fan, I love them both. I just love some really old early like trump (laughs) early like trump presidency content where they're just like i can't even believe he's already fired and hired someone new and then fired the new person who came in a week ago like how many people really remember anthony scaramucci like i bet we can't even remember after january 6th like everything prior to january 6th was just a test run for how crazy he can get And he was like, oh, I can push it here, yeah. But because life was so crazy during the pandemic and still is now, you know, sometimes I just need to remember what life was before this or just pretend like I'm there for like a second, even if it's just like me smoking, chilling, laughing at some old shit. You know, sometimes laughing at some old content is what you need to just be happy in the moment. And Amanda Seals and Jesus Romero really did that for me. And I think even if you don't care, Even if you don't like them, their opinions, the topics that they talk about, just give them a chance. Because Jesus and Meryl and Amanda Seals are funny, they're well-spoken, they know who they are, and they're very truthful. And I just love laughing and listening to all three of them. But if you're just joining the brand, you need to join the brand when they are on stars. Going back to the Viceland stuff might not be for everybody because the content was a little bit more different, but same shit, just a little bit elevated. You know what I'm saying? But it, like I said, not for everybody. But Jesus and Mero and Amanda Seals, like any other Vice that we all use to get through the pandemic, I just binge them. I enjoyed them, I love them, and I hope you do too. But I really wanted to bring them up during the pandemic. Well, I wanted to bring my interactions up with them during the pandemic because trying to find what my mental space was during that period was hard. And then having someone making me laugh during that period was really great because when you can't really smile or you can't really cry because you don't know how you feel exactly, enough to be like I'm ready to cry or I can cry or you figured out what you're sad about enough to even start a tear that can be a little hard and that's how I felt so just having the ability to laugh because of them and to just decompress or understand where my mental space was coming from via Amanda and just getting different new words to like just add to my vocabulary just felt good 
it just felt right. It might sound a little surface level, but I swear to you, just listening to someone else speak sometimes and get their point across really is the best medicine to trying to find out what you're thinking or how you feel or what's going on. Sometimes you just need someone to sum up the shit that went down because sometimes the shit that went down was too much. Too much shit. Just too much. And life was too much, so I needed someone else to break it down a little bit for me, a little bit more gentle with a little bit more comedy. Love Trevor Noah, but he doesn't make me laugh. He makes me feel like I gotta go save the world and be like, I don't know, save the world. He makes me feel like I gotta go do something, which is great. He makes me feel like I gotta be active, but I need a little bit more laughter and Jesus and Mara and Amanda Seals get to me. But on that note, I hope you enjoyed tuning in today for the podcast. And remember, this is only part one. Tune in for part two coming at you Wednesday and do not miss up, up and away. I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to get into that with you and all the vibes and you know the vibes. This has been Curated Vibes with your host, Yays. Bye. This is Curated Vibes.